Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. No Nina Bradley tonight. Um, she's uh, another problem, but uh, it sums Nina's year up quite well. But uh, she will come and see us, trust us. And she really is desperate to us, but uh, we'll work on it. Um, Megan Williams is going to join us. It's another big weekend for Newark Amateur Boxing Club. So Megan's coming on the phone to talk to us. Dave Farge is on the phone to talk to us with all the not fast news. And have we got a treat for you? If the technology works, and I'm not sure it's going to after that start, if the technology works, we are going live to the middle of the North Sea, Mr yeah. Smith. <laughs> Radio Demo is on the YMCA. We've not made it out of Barnaby Gate yet. Yeah, no, we've not made it out of Barnaby Gate. Radio Demo, um, <laughs> somewhere in the middle of the North Sea. Hanging over a bucket somewhere near um, you. And he's going to chat to us. Now, how good is that? <laughs> How good is that? As I say, we haven't yet made it out of Barnaby Gate, so if we can get as far as Damo, we're, we're going to be well impressed. We're also going to talk about the Sports Awards. It's October. They're launched. If you go onto the Active for Today website, scroll through, you will find Sports Awards. We implore you to vote. Vote for your favourite team. Vote for your favourite individual. We're going to go through the list. Tony and I are going to go through the list as the night as the night goes on. And we're going to give you some... Um, Is there a most professional sports presenter? Yeah. Not <laughs> not not some of our favourites, but some of the people that we think are going to be in there. That's all to come. But first, as he gets his breath back and <laughs> figures out what, what the heck went wrong, um, it went wrong for us at seven o'clock. And seven is a good a, a good one because it went wrong for Tottenham. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we spoke last night about it, and you know we both said Bayern Munich are a very good team, and they are a good team. You know, if you put your top four or five world teams, Bayern Munich are in there. What I said was there isn't a crisis at Tottenham. Look at the way they came back against Southampton. There's nothing wrong at that club. Okay, that's what you said last night. <laughs> Newcastle beat them. Mm. At Tottenham, and let's be honest, at the minute, Newcastle <laughs> beat themselves. <laughs> Newcastle beat them, well, Colchester beat them, all a bit on penalties, but if Tottenham can't beat Colchester in 90 minutes, then I'm sorry, they don't deserve to Newcastle win. did a pretty good job of beating themselves against Leicester. Yes. Um, harsh sending off. Um, it, what, it wasn't even a foul, for God's sake. Um, <laughs> Bayern Munich took, took them apart. They, uh, they showed everybody for what they've got. But what I've been listening to today is some of the Tottenham supporters. Because apparently, all of a sudden, Harry Kane's not worth anything, is a good penalty taker, and not anything else. Robert Lewandowski showed him what a good centre-forward can do. But anyway, um, uh, uh. Deli Alley was walking. Um, Ericsson was a non-event. Ericsson's head's gone. Um and there was an absolute shambles. And two of them, including the next player, said it's all down to the ground. I'll How can it be? <clears throat> it's only two foot away from where it used to be. I listened to the game on, on Five Live, and Bayern Munich didn't play that well. This is the thing that's scariest about it. Bayern Munich, you know, but were handed at least five of those goals on a plate because they weren't playing particularly well. It's just that every time they went forward, <laughs> there's a massive gaps opened in the White Sea, you know, and it was just you know, it was I, unbelievable I, stuff. After five years, I think it's time they had a change of manager. I'm not saying Pochettino is a bad manager. What I am saying, he's gone stale. They've gone stale on him. He's gone a bit Mourinho. You know, because is is um, I've never known a Mourinho side beating seven two at home. No, but is 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 gone the way of you know a whinging it. You know, and, and uh, you know I always had a lot of time for him because he was such a positive bloke. 
but but he started to whinge about everything, and he's talking about the players having their own personal agendas. I mean, he's causing. He's the manager. He's totally Mourinho'd his way into causing disruption with his own squad from his own press conferences. You've been Mourinho'd. Yeah, and and it's just you know okay, that's interesting. Like I said last night, you know, if you want to find a crisis, come and watch Berwick Rangers with me. And you'll see a club that really struggled in the sort of bottom league in Scottish football. And we're talking very, very tragically rubbish football there anyway in the Scottish Premiership. But we're in the bottom league. We got relegated from that. And we got, I think it was a, a two-all draw against Cumbernauld Colts on Saturday. I think that's our Moving first swiftly point in the on. So what I'm saying is that is a crisis for a football club. Chelsea's in France tonight at um, Lille and um, Liverpool at home. <laughs> Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool at home against Salzburg. Yeah, Liverpool. Surely Liverpool. Both, they should both win, shouldn't Liverpool they? Liverpool will batter Salzburg. Well, they should do, shouldn't they? Chelsea, I'm not really bothered about. But, but Tottenham, honestly, it was only in May that we sat down together up at Flowserve at the presentation night and watched Tottenham Hotspur playing in the Champions League final. Admittedly, they didn't play very well in it, but they were there. As I said to you on the night, anybody can get to a final. But, right! But, but, I mean, how has it come to this? And you've got to look at one man. It's not Harry Kane's fault. Step forward, Mr Mourinho. You know, incredible. Only Tony Smith could blame Mourinho for Tottenham being rubbish. Right, go and, <clears throat> go and see if you can... Oh, I see. ...get hold of Captain Birdseye, can you? It's up to me to you? resurrect the show. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> by phoning a sinking ship. Another one. Captain's <laughs> Captain's log. Captain's log day day two on the ICs. Sailing was four hours on and four hours off as we sailed past Dundee and Edinburgh and are now, and are now heading towards Gateshead. We've entered English waters. We are back onto three hour duties and mine finishes at eleven PM. Just had the incredible opportunity to sail the boat on my own at just over 12 knots in pitch black, nearly tipping the sail into the water. That's actually not recommended, Damo. Um, he also managed to keep his first meal down since he got onto the, the boat, and that was preferred by the, the, by, by, by the ship's top chef, Stephen Crawford, no less. So uh, we're going to have lots to talk about, because I think we can... Captain Pugwash on line six. We can actually go to somewhere in the North Sea and Damo Parkinson. This is brilliant. Damo, good evening. Well, how are you doing? I, I, I'm well. Um, first question, where are you? We've literally not long got off the boat so they can fix the uh, mast. You broke it then? Uh, we were in a storm last time. You broke the YMCA boat? It, it, it wasn't pleasant, let me tell you. It wasn't can, very nice at all. I can imagine. So where, where, um, so where did you have to put into then? Uh, we're in the Gateshead at the minute. Okay, right. <laughs> Why am I not up there? All the times <laughs> I'm up there. <laughs> I love seeing you, you lot of sailing. We've, we've just fell into a pub that's got uh, Taddy's Lager. Oh, well, oh, there you go man. then. That's... <laughs> it, I mean, first of all then, you was out in this storm last night. I've, I've just read the captain's log. Um, day two, everybody, and and you was out then. I mean, I I am totally, totally envious of you. Um, sort of steering the ship. Um, oh my god! In a gale force <laughs> wind. I mean, ah, oh, I mean, that's a. What was it like, Damo? Well, <laughs> to be honest, when I, I I can't swim, I've got a huge phobia of drowning. I have nightmares about drowning. I, I just don't like water and. And we got on an Inverness, and it's nice and smooth, and um, I've, had a, I've had an hour drive at a time uh, in the water. But then last night, when they got the sails out, it's a different animal. And um, Drive? <laughs> or steering, or whatever you want to call it. They, they, got, they got them up, and um, at one point, we've got one of the uh, shipmates is uh, called Sam, and he was dipping the sail. He was getting that low. We were, we were vertical with the water, dipping the sail in the side. And he said, do you want to go? And I was, oof. yeah, and I went and had a look and, and got on, and it, it was terrifying, <laughs> honestly, because you're going sideways through the sea, and he, he called it surfing. <laughs> and <laughs> it is, oh, my life. It, it was absolutely terrifying. Dave, if it's any well, consolation, obviously... mate, if you can swim or you can't swim, if you'd have gone overboard, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> no, it was fairly cold, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was, yeah, fairly nippy. 
Um, on your captain's log, day one, um, food, the North Sea and Damo wasn't agreeing with each other. Um, no, not just me. <laughs> there were three or four of us, and I've never been seasick in my life. There's two or three that have, and uh, they'd had seasick tablets. But it's downstairs. You got up, upstairs and downstairs, and once you go down, I, oh, I just felt dizzy. I, it was horrible, <laughs> and uh, I was ill a couple of times, to be honest. Um, and it's quite a long way back in terms of recovering from that. I'm still feeling a little bit delicate, to be honest. I've, so I've not eaten for two days. I kept something down yesterday, which you'll be surprised, biscuit cooked. <laughs> uh, so it was quite nice, to be honest, and I've kept it down. Um, but no, to, it, yeah, it, it wasn't nice. I've never been seasick in my life. It, it, it brings but, the whole new man into bucket list. Listen, there were no buckets. I, I, <laughs> I did all right. I made it to the toilet, but one or two were overboard. Uh, I'll not name names. Um, Gary Atwood. We'll find out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you see, you've seen the photos. Uh, take it from me. I know. I know what Gary Atwood's like when it when, and when he's around the coast. He can be seasick by looking at the sea. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't enjoy. It, but he's had his tablets and stuff. And to be fair, he's he's done really, really well because he's felt really badly at times. Um, and he's grafted. Um, there's a lot of hard work. Like I said, I didn't expect it to be easy. It, it, it's um, not on on those sort of on the boat that you're on, Damo. It, you've not gone for a joyride, have you? No, we haven't gone for a joyride. However, I thought, yeah, physical. Not a lot of sleep, so we're three hours free on. But the three hours you're off, you're not really sleeping. Um, I didn't realise it was going to be such hard work and so difficult. To be honest, it's mentally and physically draining. But at the end, okay, you're you're at. Hopefully, the worst of it's over now because it, when you come out of gate, the gate said and turn sharp right, the seas hopefully will be a little bit better for you. It's um, still stormy. We've just been past, and it's still the waves are still bouncing up and crashing. They always um, do, they always I, I do mean, up in time, Mark. Don't worry about that. They, they said um, if we 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 almost came in at Edinburgh, and they said if we'd have if they'd have known what we were going to go into, they probably wouldn't have. But once we were in it, it was kind of uh, <laughs> too late to just get on with it. Just, just make sure that little orange and blue boat's still there when when you go out of um, the town, and then you'll be all right. It, it can follow you up, pace. It's parked behind us, actually. So Is it? Right, there you are. Yeah. So, you, uh, local knowledge, so you parked up on the fish key, then? Yes, we are. That's exactly where we are. There yeah. you are, then. Many an hour on there. Are you halfway through it? You're halfway through it. Is it something that... You wish you'd never even attempted all that you, you know, yes, I've done it. Uh, it's been the hardest, hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, probably actually at the minute, the hardest thing I've ever done. Uh, but it's been amazing. I mean, not only was I sailing the boat um, in a storm, it was pitch black. It, it just absolutely incredible. Something I'll never, ever get to do. Um, and something if... if you ever hear me doing it again? Get a shotgun. <laughs> I, 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 find me. I am it, so, me so, so, so jealous of you. If I'd have known about this earlier on, you'd have, I'd have been there with you, mate. Wild horses wouldn't have kept me away from so that. So it could one. have been worse, demo. And I, <laughs> and I can't swim either, but it, that 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 would. Uh, a quick um, on our other two um, friends that we've got on there, Atwood and Biscuit. Um, we've alluded to them. Are they? Uh, I think they're next to you in the pub, are they? Well, I'm outside. I'm, I'm this pub. You're not allowed mobile phones. You're not allowed to swear. Um, are you sure you can get it? Then? <laughs> <laughs> you are in Newcastle, aren't you? <laughs> no, it's owned by Taddy's, and uh, apparently Mr. Taddy himself has put the rules upon the wall. Um, so yeah, they're, they're in there. Um, you know, when you were driving that boat. Which way did you go? <laughs> it was blowy, it was dark. We could be in Norway. You could be. <laughs> <laughs> For all I know. I've, I've um. <laughs> I've got a message on 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 here from from Sarah and everybody at uh, <laughs> at New York Town. Ask him how his sea legs are. We've told us that, and tell him that the whole of the club are proud of him, and from us, the whole of Newark are proud of all of you. Brilliant! Thanks very much. Well done, lads. Um, I'm just looking over his shoulder. It says, "I want you to drown." I think I, I can read. Get, get yourself <laughs> down. Get yourself down to Grimsby, and uh, you've got a football match on Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I think I might just miss it because of the transport arrangements back. Right. Um, but obviously, they're in capable hands. We're, we're, look, we're looking not too bad at the minute. And I think I've managed to pick up a, a couple of messages in between. And, yeah, hopefully it'll be a tricky tie running sure away. They've, 
beat some teams 7-1, mm. then got beat 6-0. So, um, it, it, it's a tricky one, to be honest. Well, if you do struggle on the day, you can always say, well, because I won't learn. If you do well on the day, you say, that's how well I trained them. <laughs> Damo, you get, back, you get back in there with, with the boys. Enjoy a drink, because uh, you're going to get your sea legs on again soon. Yeah, back in the middle of the night. We've got another night shift. So, Excellent uh, stuff. Yeah, all good fun. Thank you, mate. Thanks for talking to us. Really no appreciate worries. that, and well, and well done all. Cheers, pal. Cheers. Thanks, bye. I, I tell you what, I tell you, I, it's, I am unbelievably jealous. I, I love, I love the sea, and now I know they're in at the fish key where I spend hours upon hours watching the boats come in and out. Um, oh, I'm just so that's me done now. Well, I, I just I got this vision of um, somebody being in charge of, of a ship. And, and calling it driving, driving it. the boat, yeah. <laughs> and, no, and and now we and now we find out he's broke it. Yeah, well, it's um, I, ca- I can't believe I can't believe he's actually in Gateshead. If it, it says no swearing on the on the side of the pub, you take a bunch of Newark lads out, out and and they break the YMCA boat. <laughs> I always love this. Any, I mean, on, on but on a serious note, I mean, I know they're raising money and. Um, I mean, they all play on there, Tony. They, they they all go there. They're putting, giving something back, aren't they? And mm, yeah, mm. I, I love it when that's happened. It's, it's it's like when a footballer finishes playing football or rugby play or whatever, and goes back and puts something back into it. And that's what they they are doing <sighs> at, for the YMCA. And I, I, I'm proud of them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 all very well putting back something into the game that you love like coaching or in whatever manner that you do it but going out there on the high seas is a bit going above and beyond isn't it it is especially <laughs> when you are like gary and, yeah. and, and damo and, yeah yeah um let's just put it like this you're not a natural no no i, I, I think you know particularly with, with those with, with that pair's phobia of the environment that are in, that then that is really, it's, you know, that, that is heroic. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Well done to both of them. And uh, next up, we're going running, not fast. It's Wednesday night, and of course that means it's uh, time to catch up with Dave Forge. And after a bit of a false start, we're on a roll. OK, time to find out what the good folk of not fast have been up to. Uh, I think they got very wet over the weekend, whatever they was doing. But the man to tell us all about it, of course, is Mr Dave Forge. Dave, good evening. Good evening, Mick. How are you? I'm good, thanks to you. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was a um, relatively wet one for some people. Uh, start off with the park runs. We had 39 members over six different park runs this weekend. Uh, personal best for Amy Parks and Jane Weeway and Kath Hare celebrated her 100th park run at Newark on Saturday. So well done, Kath. Um, overall, September's been a really good month uh, for competitive running for Not Fast. Um, just in total, we racked up a total of 3,848 kilometres in September. So some real good distance running. Just on to the races over the weekend, Kim Etherington Bates took part in the Robin Hood Mile Challenge. Now that's part of the Robin Hood Half Marathon events over the weekend. She placed first in the women's category with a mile time of 6 minutes 48. Also in the Robin Hood Half Marathon event, doing the full half marathon was Richard Hallam with 1 hour 33.12, Piotr Dura in 1 hour 56.17, Peter Clark 1 hour 56.31, Simon Keyworth 2 hours 19.11, and Rachel Hill got a new personal best at 2 hours 26.53. We had four of our members braving the wind and the rain in Scarborough for the Yorkshire Coast 10k. Anthony Cork, who got 44 minutes 14. Susie Gelthorpe, who's one of our newer members, uh, 1 hour 10.02. Nick Harrison, 1 hour 9.04. And Tracy Thompson, 1 hour 10.14. A little bit further afield, the the Needham duo, Sue and Steve Needham, they were in Germany running the Berlin Marathon. Steve completed in 4 hours 43.59. And Sue completed in 5 hours 24.42. So, a good end to what's been a fantastic month of running for Not Fast this September. Um, and now we're getting into the, the, the autumnal running season, starting with, I think, Leicester Half Marathon is due this weekend. But I think there's a bit of an issue with the rain at the minute, Mick. I think um, it's um and arm whether it's going to go ahead. Is it off-road then? Or, um, but, but again, I know at Leicester they've had an awful lot of rain now that way, haven't they? 
Well, it is road, but at the moment, I'm looking at some of the pictures that they've uh, put on the Facebook, and I can't see a road. Um, so, <laughs> I would like to think there's a road in there somewhere, but I think they're announcing by tomorrow at 7pm whether it's going to go ahead or not. At the moment, it's under a, a good foot of water. Right, and chances are it's probably not, because we do some more rain before the weekend as well, I aren't we? I think so. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a great start to October running, but we there's other races coming up. We've got the... The uh, Harvey clock back in a few weeks. We've got a few other local races coming up. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good time um, now that autumn's coming in. The temperature's cooled a little bit. I think a lot more people are going to be happier about running longer distances. OK, well, what, whatever happens and wherever it happens, you're going to be around next Wednesday to tell us about it. Indeed I am. Thank you, Dave. Lovely. Thanks, Thanks. Bye. Bye. Now, Mr Smith, you know... As a matter of course in football, whether you're playing in the New York Football Lights Division 2 on a Sunday morning, or you're playing for FlowServe, or you're playing for FlowServe under 23s, whichever way you look at it, if you field an ineligible player in a cup competition, you're out of it, aren't you? Mm. That's the rule, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're playing... Division 2, on, as I say, Division 2 Cup on a Sunday morning. If you're playing somebody that ain't signed on, you're out of it. Don't worry, this is not going where you think it is. <laughs> um, you're, um, you're out of the Cup. Mm. That's, you know, we all accept that because secretaries make mistakes, managers make mistakes, and but you know what the consequences are, and you accept... OK, right? Are, are we going MK Dons Liverpool? Yes. Yeah. Having said all that... Mm. Liverpool are being fined £200,000, half of which has been suspended by the EFL for fielding an illegible player in the third round Carabao Cup win against MK Dons last weekend. The EFL says it wasn't appropriate to expel Liverpool from the competition because of mitigating circumstances, but they won't say what the mitigating circumstances are. There are no mitigating circumstances. If he's not signed on, he's not signed on. The only mitigating circumstances there is that Liverpool's too big to chuck out. Yes. That, that is the mitigating If it was the other way round, and MK Dons had beat Liverpool... Straight out. ...that have been straight out, and that stinks. That, that, and would, that's me on my eye horse. They would be straight out to leave a big club in the competition... Yes. ...and, and then enhance the prestige of a potential final. I've been looking at that all week to see what would happen, mm. and the AFL have chickened themselves out of that one. They, they, they've, they've not just chickened out of it, they have let down football. So if... At all levels, as you, as you alluded to there... If RHP second team played you on Sunday morning and forgot to sign you on in the Pat Jetson Cup, oh, well, it's only Tony Smith, that's all right, isn't it? Yes, of course it is. No, that's not going to happen. Well, it's, it's just, <coughs> it, it, it just stinks. All those clubs who, through no fault of their own, through some administrative error, probably made in all good faith, yeah. and found, them ex found themselves expelled from competitions, thanks the AFL. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I find it unbelievable. I'm sorry. I've nothing against Liverpool, but I, I've, I, I've got nothing against Liverpool, and I will be supporting them like mad when I go home this evening against Red Bull uh, Salzburg. But if that, they've made an error, that's not they, Liverpool's fault because no, they're a big club. No, that, that's not. That's that's nothing detrimental against wrong, Liverpool. Wrong. As the AFL who want locking up, um, it is, and that's got that off my chest. Right. Um, Sports Awards. It's October. Yes. Um, it's the month when we nag away at everybody to... Um, Am I allowed to be biased here? I just wonder whether that is wrong. Well, we can be biased because at the end of the day... We, we don't have an influence. We don't, we don't have a vote. Um, we can't put any... Oh. We cannot vote um, because we are the sort of mouthpiece of it, if you like. Mm. So we cannot vote. Um, we have no say in who wins. Um... It might be so, if, if I just name my favourites, because usually have about, you have about four a week, don't you? <laughs> oh, get <okay>, you. Yeah. <laughs> well, OK, then. Um, <laughs> what I was going to do is, is name... Um, first of all, a reminder. Active for today's website. Go on to it. Um, we'll get it onto our own as well. But at the minute it's on the Active for Today one, go on to it. It takes five minutes, because what we need you to do is actually tell the good people on the voting panel why you're nominating don't just give a name we need to know what they've done so the warwick lane junior sports person of the year which i always think is a wonderful award and made even better 
now it, it's got rick's name mm. um at the front of it um and it's also the award where the most nominations come in every year there's more nominations for that award than almost the others put together um massive amount but this year i think the person that beats amy hunt he's going to be a hell of a hell of a year do you know that i was on the original panel for no the new consumer sports awards i, I didn't when i was uh, at the advertiser i was asked by alexis to um <clears throat> go along to um the uh the dome at callum hall uh for an hour out of work and just sit there and give my 10 penneth on the uh, awards and um, it was very, very interesting, to say the least, because of the sheer quality of people. And to, to pick one person or one team out of all the superb nominations put forward, it was an invidious task because, you know, it was just... To be, you were asked to be totally unfair on the achievements of, of, of the others. And, and it, was, it was a rotten position to be in. Dina Asher Smith yes. could well become the first ever. And do you know what everybody else has pulled out? All her opponents have pulled out of tonight's final. Good. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I it's, think she might win. It's still there to win. Um, Even the, Berwick Rangers could win that one. The first ever British girl to win a sprint yeah. gold yeah. medal. What odds would you put on who's the second one going to be? Well, I'm glad Nina didn't make it tonight. Oh, I, I don't mean gosh. that. I don't mean that against Nina, but I know tonight was going to be very emotional. And <clears throat> when I was having my tea hurriedly before I came out here, I didn't have much time to spare as ever with the demands on my time at our house. No, it's, it's just you know sort of fatherly. Yeah, okay, just get on with it. I've only got till eight o'clock. And I sat down and watched the athletics on BBC Two. And athletics always makes me cry, always makes me emotional. There, there, there was a fantastic, uh, I think it was the heptathlon or the decathlon, and the and GB girl was doing really well. And the look on her face when, when she performed superbly in one particular sprint, and in the something metre hurdles, and the look on her face, it just made me fill up. And I thought, this is really bad preparation for coming here and doing an emotional evening with Nina tonight. So I'm, I'm I'm quite glad. I love Nina's company, but I'm quite glad she didn't make it tonight because it might have been a messy one from my point of view. So back to the original question. So Dina, yeah, who's going to be? Who could well be the second? It's just that <clears throat> I just think if Amy stays fit hmm. and wants it, and she does want it, but we're talking about. We've been already spoken tonight about the likes of Liverpool Football Club, <clears throat> the EFL, and Harry Kane, Pochettino, Mourinho. These are massive superstars. Dina Asher-Smith is a massive superstar, and she's still the girl next door. Amy Hunt is already a massive superstar in the world of athletics, but she's still lovable Amy who comes in here with her dad and just charms the socks off mm. us. And, and just when people like that do well... You just want them to go all the way to the very, very top because you know the next time they come in with all those medals around the necks, they're going to go, Hey, up, how are you doing? It's lovely to see you. And they're just going to be the same as they were when they were 12. And that's the beauty about people like that. <laughs> so, it's not a full conclusion. It may not be Amy. Amy's won it two, three times already. It may not be Amy. But we're only saying who we think may. Just may. But, the, well, the sports <clears throat> person of the year... Mm. I think he's quite open. Yeah. I really do think he is quite open. Um who's in who names are in the frame? Well, if you're putting names in the frame, um James Brinkat Smith. Yeah. Who's had one heck of a year. Did you get him his D V D back to him? No, I said you'd forgot it. So he's <laughs> so <it's> after you. <laughs> I know he's a weightlifter, but I could be pushing the lad. Um, <laughs> so James is going to be in with, after the years he's is. Um, Kate from Collingham, the skydiver. 
Well, I never met her. You never met her. I mean, you know... You get all the totty in when I'm not here. <laughs> Organised. Um, <laughs> she, um... She was off, off to the World Championships. Right. She's a British champion. She's jumped out of an aeroplane just under 2,000 times. She coaches. Was there more flying? <laughs> she coaches <laughs> skydiving. <laughs> she, she's putting back into the sport what she's taking out of. She's travelling around the country coaching skydiving. And of course, she also acts as the partner if somebody wants to jump out in charity. So she's doing a tremendous amount for her sport. Hmm as well as being a world champion at it. So Kate's got to, got to be in with a shout. James has got to be in with a shout. He, he was bronze medal in, in Japan, wasn't he? Yeah, and he's off yeah. later on this month, he's off to Finland. I, I, would, I would have loved to have walked down the street with James in, in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> given, not, not wanted to stereotype or anything, but given the general stature of Japanese people, James walking amongst them, they must have felt like Lilliputians. <laughs> Lilliputians? Flower, is it? Um, so, there's just a couple of names. More out there, I've got no doubt, but that's just a couple of names who may be in with a shout hmm. on our week in, in December. The senior team of the year. I I think that's going to be a difficult one as well. I mean, last year it went to to FlowServe, uh, and quite rightly so. But this year, okay, FlowServe got promotion. They didn't win the league. They got promotion. Um, so FlowServe's possibly in with a shout. It's taken over the last year. Um, Bolton seconds at cricket, maybe in a shout. Division H, but they won it. Um, and again, we look around for standout teams. The the tennis ladies, Division A of the Knotts Tennis League, <laughs> with all the greatest of respect, <laughs> with what they've got to play on. Yeah, yeah. And, and they are mixing it with the biggest of the biggest in this yeah, county. Yeah. The, the ladies' tennis. Again, it's your opinion, folks, out there. But you've got to do a little bit of work for us because you've got to nominate. We can just we can just give you names. Just just tell people <clears throat> how long would it take for your average uh, computer literate person to put forward their views about an individual? I would have thought ten minutes max. So, so for ten minutes, ten minutes max, you could make somebody. You've got to put all the details in your details, their details, and then. 200 words but i mean for, for the sake of for taking... somebody like me who, who who has a keyboard where i'm absolutely sure that the letters move move around <laughs> harry potter uh, harry potter harry, harry potter <laughs> harry potter style you, you can't blame the machinery for that one <laughs> you can't no harry potter style <laughs> because i'm i'm sure they're wanting the same order as it was when i last looked yeah um yeah. it can't take more than 10 minutes if somebody you know if somebody's done what they've done over a year, or some team's done what they've done, mm. if you mm. can't spare ten minutes, it's but, a shocker. But 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 what it would mean to the individual, for the sake of somebody spending ten minutes just to sort of put them in the limelight. And I will put this one to you because you you've been to more of these than I am. Oh, it's only the Newark and Sherwood Sports Awards. Nobody's really it's bothered not. about it. You've been to these things. I, th I You've that. seen the people that's won it. You've seen the faces. You've seen how elated and yeah. how proud they are and how proud mum and dad, auntie and uncle and everybody yeah, yeah. else connected with that team are. I, I honestly, I, 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 as I say, I was on the voting panel for the first ones and uh, the first one was uh, a fantastic... Uh, night when I had to find my only white shirt and, and put my only suit on and, and go, um, uh, you know, be the face of the advertiser at the uh, Palace Theatre. And I just thought, you know, well, it's not in Newark and Sherwood, you know, with all due respect, it's hardly, you know, national, is it? But then you go in there and you mingle with the people, with your people from your town, and you see what it means to the individuals. And oh my God. And there's a wonderful, wonderful man uh, called Ted Guy, who uh, we met. Cycling? No, I, I might have might have his name wrong. I, I, I always got his name wrong. The guy who was, who was Mr. Youth Football, 
the guy with Ted G- Harris. To Ted Harris. Ted guy was cycling. To Ted, Ted guy was new it's at cycling a, club. It, it, it's an age thing. Yeah, yeah. I always, I always got mixed up when, when I was a hell of a lot younger. But, uh, but basically, Ted Harris, and I knew that he got the special award at the end of the night. And Ted said to me, uh, "Hiya, Tony. Lovely to see you. Me and my wife are just getting off now." And I knew for a fact he'd won it because I was on the voting panel. I said, I don't think you should go just yet, Ted, because, um, you know, just trust me on this one. I think the night's, you're going to enjoy the night even more in about ten minutes. And uh, so um, he stayed and his face was like sort of all your Christmases have come at once. Wasn't expecting it because he was a very, very modest man. One of the nicest men I've ever met. And his face just lit up like a proverbial Christmas tree. And it will have meant so much to him. You know, I mean, when we met him at the showground, his wife had just died that same week, I think. Yeah. And uh, and he was a broken man. But I bet you, even when, <clears throat> you know, sort of he's going through the hardest you know, of I'll times... i interrupt you. It, it was. You know, when your lifetime partner is mm. mm. gone. But I tell you what, he stood up... Mm. And did those awards. Oh, yeah. And he was going to do those awards. He was, and he and did. And he stood there and did it. It wasn't until the end of it, mm. when he sat down, and Glenn and you and me and yeah. one or two more went round him, yeah. um, that it... The tears came then. The tears came, but yeah. that... Oh, that but, man's performance that night. But, you know, for the stature of the man, I would bet that in times when he's feeling really, really rough, he'll look at that award and just get a little glow and then that's what it's all about and that's what people out there can do for individuals that have blessed this town with their sporting ability and that's what is so important on the sports awards and yes well i'm going to bang on about him and tony's going to bang on about him because mm. we've right. seen what it means to the people exactly to win those awards we really have you got a nomination didn't you <clears throat> i did yes isn't yes. it in your downstairs toilet no it's very proudly in my in, in, in my office i was i, I, I was so proud to get you have that. an office i have an office <laughs> i tell you this is... oh. right the warwick rain junior sports person of the year it, it's these are what they say on the can you know it's it's not difficult the junior team of the year i, I don't know there's wonderful teams out there I'll, I'll just one. I'll give you RHP Sunday Colts. <laughs> they won the under 15s Mid Links Youth League, mm. including teams like Rushton's, Lincoln United, Immingham, Grimsby. They won it. And little old RHP. And when they celebrated in a centre circle, the under 15s listeners didn't have pretend champagne, did they? Apparently not much too. The uh, manager didn't know, didn't they? No, the manager thought it was pretend (laughs) champagne, yes. But it was RHP, so was it hell? The Junior Disabled (laughs) Sports Person of the Year. Well, you know, um, look at the Jags. Look at the four A's Mm. of what they they do. The Sam White, another wonderful name. The Sam White junior volunteer of the year without volunteers there'll be no sport mm. I, I guarantee you there'll be no sport <laughs> um the people that play it okay fair comment who arranges it who mm. gets you there mm. who gets you back and who makes sure the paperwork like they do at liverpool is in perfect condition you know and if you're only a youngster and you're doing it even more proud but you know, like, so if you have the Helen Roll- Helen Rollison Award on on the BBC, uh, wonderful lady, who I only know through television, and and I only know because she's great because the people who've worked with her on television t- tell me through the screen that she's great. But the Sam White Award, the Rick Lane Award, you've walked the streets with these people. You do. You know, you, you've 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 you, you've loved these people in their lifetime. Senior team of the year. The Senior Sports Person of the Year. The Senior Disabled Sports Person of the Year, because as Tony and I bang on and on and on, sport is for everybody. Mm. Literally everybody. The Volunteer of the Year. We don't like the term disabled, but there's no. really no other word for no, it. No, we haven't so. worked out another no, word no, for no. it yet. Um, the Volunteer of the Year said, The Coach of the Year. Somebody's got to sort you all out and make you better sports people. The one way you get off travel, right? It's smashing. Thank you. The club of the year. Again, 
Flow serve. Newark Town. Balderton Cricket Club. They've had a cracking year. Newark Tennis Club have had a, a cracking, a cracking year. And that's just taking it in our little sphere. Take it out to Newark and Sherwood. And finally, something that we love to call the Roll of Honour, which is not a lifetime achievement award, but it is. <laughs> it's something, it, 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 it's a special... If, if I say last year we awarded it, we gave three Roll of Honours out, didn't we? We, we? we gave it to David Pick and Alan Swain for the wonderful work that they've done at the Rugby Club. Masterminding, brainstorming that mm. is a fantastic achievement. We gave it to Graham Jackson, who's been Mr Bolton Cricket Club for... <laughs> 300 years. Let's say at least 50 years yeah. and, and leave it at that. <clears throat> and we gave it to a young man who's no longer with us. Mm. But we all, in his short time, remember what a fantastic chap he was. Uh. Warwick Lane. There's 14, 15 names on that roll of honour. I tell you what, to get on there, that is what it's all about. And that makes you proud. The big weekends for Suggies Gym and Newark Amateur Boxing Club just seem to keep on coming and around the corner at this weekend, yet another big night out. So who better to tell us all about it than, of course, our voice of Suggies Gym and Newark Amateur Boxing Club, Megan Williams. Megan, good evening. Good evening, Mick. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How's you? Fresh from your holidays? Yeah, I'm great now. Feel it. <laughs> feeling it. <laughs> um, can we start with a look back to Miami at last weekend and another decision that's gone against Bailey? Yeah, um, it's a disgrace, honestly. Um, we're all not happy about it. And <laughs> people like across like the world have been messaging Bailey, posting on social media how wrong the decision was. Because Bailey won all three rounds in my in my eyes, and I'm not saying that in a biased way. Because Bailey comes trained at the gym, he teaches me, and this anywhere. Bailey won that fight hands down in the first round. Bailey absolutely smashed Ace of Ten Pounds from America. Absolutely smashed him up in glory. They do open scoring, so you can actually see the scores from the previous round on the screen, on the ta- on the TV. Comes into the second round, Bailey absolutely smashed it. The first round, he should have won. All three judges gave um, the round to Ace of Tempel, which then, at three o'clock in the morning, half three, um, it's not very good to be shouting the house down because you're not very happy with the decision. <laughs> um, <laughs> not good, not good. The second round, Bailey was even better... Smashed him up even more. Comes to the third round, we see the open scoring. Bailey's lost again. Well, then again, we wasn't happy. Um, so Bailey was two rounds down. So Bailey either needed a count um, to give him a count, a knockdown, or just to finish him off uh, and knock him out. Bailey went out there. At this point, we found out after Dean and Bailey. Um, didn't know the open score and they didn't see the scores on the screen because he didn't show him it in the arena. But it was at home, we was all shouting. And Bailey didn't go in for the knockout because he didn't think he was losing. Otherwise, you know what Bailey's like. Bailey would have just gone in for the kill. And Bailey would have stopped him in that third round if he knew that he needed to. But it's ridiculous. Is, and it, then, is it just how they interpret it? I mean, what is it, one judge is in how he interprets the game and it's different in America than it is in England or is it just quite simply home bias? Um, I believe that it's home bias because on the show like all the fights were quite equal but that fight Bailey dominated all three rounds and he lost which was ridiculous. He should have he should have won every single round by every single judge if they was actually watching that fight. But I believe that he wasn't because I, I don't know how still now you can get the decision that they did. D- disappointing because that, 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 that lad was up for it. He he he, he was there and it, it's so disappointing. But he's got to go again. Um, yeah, too right. Yeah. What have you Where got? 
What have you got to tell us that's happening this weekend? Oh, so on Saturday, we are putting another show on at Grantham, but it's called Super Fight League Fight Max. So um, this is the first one that we've ever put on. However, it could be one of the best ones we've put on. They've got, um, this time, there's four Newark fighters fighting on it. Um, Molly Barnwell, Chase Griffin, uh, Griffith, maybe, I'm not sure now. Alex Bratton and Sam Hyde. So, Alex Bratton fought a few times. I don't think he has fought on him um, at a Grantham show, but he's fought in Newark a few times. Um, a huge heavyweight, one of the biggest heavyweights I've ever seen. And he just goes in there. And his low kicks, his knees, they just go... Nobody wants to take a low kick off Alex because he's just that big and you won't be able to walk for weeks after that. <laughs> it's It's crazy. He fought um, a few times in at the Magnus, and he thrown a few low kicks. And the guy, after like thirty seconds, didn't want another low kick off Alex, so he um, he um, he retired after the first round. So that was going to be like really interesting. That'd be a great fight. So Sam Hyde, he comes from a um, a Muay Thai background, so all the the kicks are strong. He's been especially working on his on his punches to get them up to scratch with his with his kicks and. Obviously, Suggie's gym boxing is like one of the the main areas at the minute, especially like with all the upcoming fighters from the Amateur Boxing Club. His hands have got there, they're spot on. So it's going to be the first fight I actually watched Sam because I've never seen him fight before because he was training at another gym and he's in. He's been training with Dean for a while now, for for a good few years, but he's made the decision to fight for Dean because he knows this is where. This is where the best training is for him. So that's going to be really interesting. And it'll be explosive because Thai fighters all want want a go. And they, they, they just game. They just want it. And then there's uh, Molly and Chase. So Molly and Chase have both had um, MMA experiences. So that's going to be um, good for them. But I don't think they've had many K1 fights. So, but... You people think, oh, they haven't had many K1 fights, but their stand-up game is immense. They, the thing is, what I really like about Molly and Chase, they do jumping, spinning kicks, like, like I don't know what. It's like, like a throwback to like when Regis was kickboxing, but they just, you just don't know when a jumping, spinning kicks gonna come hit you in the face. You, honestly, you just don't know what you're expecting with them. So. The four fights from Newark on this show are going to be great. And the rest of the card is just jam-packed with fights that you don't know which way it's going to go. There's no 50-50... Well, they're all 50-50 fights. There's no one just thinking they're coming to win because because Dean on his shows, they don't have it. So it's just going to, it's just going to be a great night. But I don't expect anything else from Dean's shows, to be honest. <laughs> so have we got um, any tickets still available? What time does it start and where is it at? So it's at the Grantham Mears Leisure Centre. There are tickets still available. Uh, at the minute, we only have the standard tickets available, which is um, seated to, it's seated and tiered seating, and they're thirty-five pounds. It's at um, obviously the Grantham Mears Leisure Centre. I said that in Grantham, and the doors open at quarter past six, and the first fight's at seven. So it's, it's just going to be a great night. Everyone's welcome. It's a, it's a great night out for everybody, and if um, anyone messages me on um, like social media, I um, I will have the tickets. And if you just pop into the gym, Sugar Gym Forty Nine Castlegate, we'll still have tickets available here. We'll catch up with you again next week, Megan. You can tell us all about it. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll arrange your time, and we'll do that next week. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Megan. That'd be great. Thank you. Bye bye. The wonderful. Megan Williams, and you're talking of Volunteer of the Year. Well, of course, she does it. Soggy's gym. <laughs> have, have, we, have we got a section, Sports Correspondent of the Year? We ought to have, didn't we? Because <laughs> that's um, magic. Tomorrow sees um, Newark Golf Club's fifth holding one day with proceeds going to Bowman Tass Community Hospice. The top prize of 30,000 £30, Kia Stinger to the first person who makes a holding one on the 15th hole. At, uh, the, at, at the Newark course. I'm sending replies is also um, for the only one on the par threes, on the other par threes, and they're absolutely fantastic. I mean, sort of second prize is a trip to 
a beach resort in Portugal, a two-night stay for four at the Marriott Forest Hotel in, in, in Arden. Uh, it's not bad going, is it? Yeah. The event is run by the Newark Seniors and is a major fundraising exercise for Bowman House. A good number of years ago, Bowman House asked the seniors if they would help um, by paying their newspaper bill. They started the relationship and now the bulk of the charity money collected is donated to the hospice and over the last decade this group of golfers from Newark Golf Club have raised over £40,000 for this good cause so tomorrow let's just hope for a decent day weather wise anybody gets a hole in one on the 15th they get this £30,000 well if I can uh, do my Michael Fish bit the uh, weather forecast tomorrow is very nice and sunny and uh, very little wind so um it's, it's all uh, geared up for, uh, for a hole in one day. Yeah, let's have a good day. Now, again, it, it's as we keep coming back to. Somebody putting something back yeah, well, to a, somebody else who's I'd, not quite as fortunate. I mean, I'd, I'd, I was always a very keen supporter of Bowman House, but obviously my wife Lucy now works there as well. So um, this is absolutely fantastic when people do that for uh, for Bowman House. It's brilliant. I, I do like it when New, Newark comes out. I mean, I... I still go on about the dragon boat races and Bowman house and the children's bereavement center mm. gained lots of pennies from the day of dragon boat races when a lot of people put themselves at risk or what we do now what we say now did a demo and went out on the water <laughs> and steered those boats <laughs> drove the boats and <laughs> <laughs> um, but well done newark and whoever's going yeah. to the golf club tomorrow and yeah. enjoy and if you are the one that gets the Kia Stinger come down here and we'll give it a test drive <laughs> for you <laughs> tomorrow night um, is what is proven to be a very popular look at all the local football and we've been doing our famous fours well the famous fours is just gone on the back burner for a few weeks because oh, we're going no. back to oh, the no. birthdays no. sportsmen or not sports people and we've got yeah. a right we have a mixture tomorrow but uh, well we have a bit of fun marion morrison and then we've got um matt wade <laughs> popping in to see yes. us as our special guest presenter for the evening matt's going to tell us what he's doing at curtain brickworks and it seems to me he's had a decent start to the season just got himself a new assistant manager he can tell us all about that and then we're going to go around the grounds looking back at last weekend and this weekend we've had Good friends from Sleaford, from Lincoln Moorlands, from Bingham Town, from Aslockton, all wanting to get involved. And I think that's absolutely wonderful. So we're going to give you... We don't talk about Flow Serving New York Town much because we spoke about them on Monday. It's the best of the rest tomorrow night. But the best of the best, of course, is Mr Doug All. He's up next on FM. Andy Channing on DAB. We-